Hi everyone, here's what's bothering me today. Not enough people know about Mary Ann Shad, one of the most impressive and vocal figures in Black Canadian history. Now, as we're probably noticing a pattern, a lot of these you know early Canadian figures were actually born into slavery in the States, and then they managed to make their way to Canada. And Marianne Shad is no different. So she was born in Wilmington, Delaware, but to free parents. And she was educated by Quakers. And um, she later taught throughout the Northeastern United States, like in uh, New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine, borderline Canada areas. Apparently, uh, as freed people, her parents' house was considered a safe station along the Underground Railroad, which we talked about a bit in the last video. This, of course, informed a lot of her beliefs and sense of justice and moral values, which then brings us to how she begins to affect things in Canada. So in 1851, she attended the first North American convention of colored freedmen that was held outside of the U.S. because at some point her family moved like for job purposes or to, you know, avoid um, the greater tensions in the 1850s in the United States with regards to slavery and the Missouri Compromise. So she attended this conference that was in Upper Canada at the time. And this convention was in response, like a direct response to the Fugitive Slave Act, which was one of the many tensions that was happening at the time. At this, con at this convention, um, Shad was convinced by various activists to actually take a teaching position in Upper Canada. And this was near the present day city of Windsor, basically down near the southern tip of Ontario. So after settling there in 1851, she opened what many consider to be one of, if not the first, racially integrated schools. Marianne Shad again was a teacher and she didn't have any time for segregation. Now, um, the one thing was that this wasn't, you know, a nonprofit school. It was open to any who could afford it. Now, of course, she tried to keep things affordable, but of course, you know, not everyone had money in those days. However, uh, she also wrote many like booklets and editorials and um, she uh, promoted a lot of black emigration to Canada in a newspaper daily of sorts that was called the Provincial Freedman. And... This is kind of where we get a bit more of her story. Uh, Marianne Shad, besides being one of the earliest teachers and um, leading one of the earliest integrated schools anywhere in North America, she's also widely considered to be the first black woman in North America to publish a newspaper and is considered one of the first female journalists ever. This newspaper that she had, The Provincial Freedman, was uh, first printed on 24th of March, 1853. And it promoted abolition, desegregation, and even women's rights. So Marianne Shad was well and truly ahead of her time in, you know, the 1850s in Upper Canada when this was happening. Already, I just think that we should have way more knowledge and appreciation about this woman, but it still continues. So... Part of how she was able to have success in this role as a, you know, a female editor and journalist was that she never tied her name to any of the things that she published because she knew people would reject it because, oh, it's, it, that's written by a woman. We can reject it out of hand. So she didn't list her own name or take credit for her written articles um, to give you know, an air of legitimacy. 
But unfortunately, in 1860, financial pressures forced this weekly newspaper to close. At that point in time as well is when the U.S. Civil War was about to kick off. So what she did was she actually moved back to the States to um, serve as a recruiter for the Union Army. For the first few years of the Civil War, she was a teacher in Chatham, Ontario, but then again decided, you know what, I want to help, you know, my fellow brothers and sisters who are, you know, bound in slavery and segregation in the South. And so she went to try and drum up support for the Union cause. After that, she kind of stayed and then she moved to Washington, D.C., where she became a teacher in Washington, D.C. She also studied there at Howard University, which, again, this was a woman of firsts. Marianne Shad became one of the first black women to complete a law degree in 1883. This is a woman who is very important to both Canadian and American black history. And whether it's in her later life in America and the first she did there and her support for the union and for her years serving as a teacher and helping people onto the Underground Railroad and finding safe haven in Canada and teaching in, you know, a desegregated school in the 1850s. This is a truly impressive woman. And the fact that Canadians and Americans don't know about her or celebrate her incredible legacy of firsts is definitely what's bothering me today. 